Rahu. Yeah, what is happening, people? I hope we're all keeping good. Welcome to the Patriot Game podcast. As always, joined by the Pierce fella over in Edinburgh. What is happening, my man? All good? Not bad. Not bad at all. Just the excitement for Sunday starting to kick in. How about you? All good, man. Many nervous shades have you had? Uh, once again, a bit like the cup game. Uh, not the names haven't been that bad, but I'm kind of I'm actually trying to force myself to be nervous because I've convinced myself that me not being nervous is why we lost the last time. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was just I were talking about that, talking about like not having no nerves and stuff. This this week's completely different. I nah. think with the game, the game on Sunday, I was just like the nerves before that game. Fuck me, it's oh, like Ross County, Ross County away. We made that in like a Champions League. Um, Champions League final, but no, it was just good to get the win, wasn't it? I was just, it was, I mean, it was, it, I, it, before the game, you were thinking, like, this is the only one you can really see them slipping up. It was like, because they needed three wins to win the league. And if we got a win on Sunday, just gone, you feel like you thought, like, we'll find two wins from the other four somewhere along the way. So it was just get that. I mean, we scored early, and you thought, right, we're just going to go on and kill this game. And we should have. But then, classic Celtic, they just started to make us, like, wait and work for it. It's always a way, mate. It's always a way. <laughs> we were saying before in the group chat about how we wanted to see Jack and Marcus starting. And then when we seen the team then sent that into the into the group the group chat and we were like, oh fuck. Shit, what do we hang? Because Kyogo didn't look too fresh against the uh like the previous game. So it was sort of reminiscent of Hattari when he played against St. Chanson. We were saying the same thing. We were like, oh fuck. Jesus, he's starting and he didn't and he's <laughs> proved everyone wrong. Kyogo was absolutely unreal. Missed a couple of good chances, but his movement is just brilliant. Him and Maida, honestly, I cannot wait the next season just to see those two get in the season fresh and just to see what they can yeah. do. Like, nah, definitely. Like, just I think we said. I think I think everyone I've spoke to has oh. said it. Oh, Welcome, man. amigo. Welcome. Thank just the, just the forty-five minutes late tonight, my man. Yeah. I apologise. I was out for a scram with the message and the wee man because. Uh, I'm away. I literally completely forgot about it. I do apologise. This is how professional we are, though. It's so high on my to-do list. I, let, I literally forgot about it. But what's happening? Priorities, my man. Ross can't be away. <laughs> we're, talking about, <laughs> we're talking about Dingwall. We're just uh, talking just, about uh, uh, Kyogo's movement. Unbelievable. Yeah, just, I think everyone was saying that, like, whatever well, I was supposed to ever, like, the goal, the header, that was Henrik stuff, that hang in the air. Like, it was just, mm. it was just incredible. And the way, like, uh, what's the word like position the goal it was just it was like something you see from Henry 20 years ago it was Goal's genius ah ah it was unreal uh, but you know I'll be critical him right for as good as he, his goal was and he won us the game the problem I had was uh, he missed so many sirs like see on Sunday we need to bury them like you need to murder them that one where the ricocheted with it was it whose shot was it was it Mind anyway, there was a shot for sort of the 18 yard line. I think it was maybe Turnbull or someone, and it sort of it deflected back. And he's he's got the whole goal to pick for, but there was a few different opportunities. He should have had a hat trick, but yes, I think uh, if we take our chances against them, we'll kill them. But there's um, if you could combine the attributes, and obviously you can, it's, it's hypothetical nonsense, but if you could combine the two attributes of Kyogo and Yakimakis, geez, what a player you would have. Um, I'm still throwing my head in there as well. My head is movement. It's just, I, I've said it now for the last couple of months watching him. You can't buy that type of player. He is just fucking, just the way they're linking up. There was a couple of wee moves that I noticed. Um, one where Kyogo showed his, his intelligence. 
where Jota had the ball out in the right and he was about to put the ball into the mm-hmm. box and he looks over to the left and sees Maeda making a run into the mm-hmm. box. Mm-hmm. His automatic reaction is to take his defender away and let Maeda have a clear run at goal. That's what I'm saying. I'm asking him to fresh next season, linking up the guy. I, I'm more excited mm-hmm. to see what Kyogo and Maeda can do, honestly, honestly, than any, than any other position. Obviously, Jack and Marcus, if we can fit, in our, fit him in there somewhere, fucking even better. But those two, I think, even if Jota stays, I think them three can link up unbelievably. Like. I think he's off ski personally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you know what? We I spoke that, about this. I, we spoke about I this. Think the other day. You were saying about you were saying about the. Uh, he wasn't too good. We're both saying that, or he wasn't too good. He wasn't too good in the last game. Dude, Jota. He, he, he was good. He was good. Jota. He was. He was classic. He was classic in Charles County. I mean, ah, so irrespective, these games are massive. You need to win the game. I think there was a lot of nerves actually on the team. How many big games has he turned up in? Like, I would. I uh, no, would I agree. So I agree. There is a talent there, nurtured, nurtured properly. A, he plays of confidence clearly. He's a young lad. There's a serious player in him. I would have well, no not, problem. I, I would. I would. I would argue against that again. Sorry, just because remember right. right over. Oh, your boots. He came off in the second half and everyone was going mad, crazy like it was the greatest performance in the history of football. We played Bono yeah. Glint three days later and he was anonymous. And and that's what he does. Yeah. He's, I know wingers are hot and cold, but he he's like, what, what's he called? Like a flat track bully. I think that's the way Jota is. I take the point, but I would also throw back the situation. He's a, he's a fish out of water at the moment. If you took someone, for example, that was, say, what age is the boy? 20-year-old? In the round. 20. You take a twenty-year-old lad and say he's a Sparky, and you take him for you take him for a scheme here, and then you move him over to Lisbon, and he has to learn a new language, and he has to incorporate a different peer group and a different network, and he has to work in a different environment. Think so, there's not all players hit the ground running. I think players he like Kyogo and all that sort of stuff. He did. He I know he, he done very well, but there's different variants, different factors. Look back to Petrov and all that. I'm all I'm saying is, if you bought him, I don't think it would be a waste of money. There's a player there. I've no problem with him getting signed. No, I, all I would say is, I think that um, I personally think that I, I, I just I'm skeptical of a deal getting done personally. I think either Benfica will want a different option. Um, they'll, I think they'll probably try and keep him on the books and maybe loan him somewhere else. And I could see it turning into a Patrick Roberts sort of saga. I just don't think that we'll get him on a full time contract. The main person that, that currently we have on loan, that I think we need to do anything. You just have to do any deal to get him as Carter Vickers because he's the nucleus everything going forward he's all that is good at the moment about selling the guy strolls through games him and Maida come off of games that look like they've done a 5k did they sweat just ah, he's incredibly fit and he looks like a very strong player you still not so long Joe then Pierce no uh, he is a good player but I think he, his first half of the season and the second half reminded me of remember John Gadetti when he was good for the first six uh-huh. months and thought he was and thought I'm gonna. Get, I've already earned enough to get a move somewhere else, and that's why I feel. Scored twice against Hunter. Yeah, so he would probably think I go to. I wouldn't be surprised if you went to like Syria or the Spanish league or something. I could see him going there in the summer. Because how long do you want to stay in Scotland for as well? Like if you're, you know, a Portuguese good. <laughs> see that baffles me, and I'll go back to the previous instance that we spoke about. Even Ben Doak and stuff, even though he's completely different, because Jota's playing obviously more first team football, but. When you say about that, going back to Benfica and stuff, and you know that your chances are going to be very limited, you know, let's be honest about it, Sai's going to be playing Champions League football next year. Surely that's another opportunity to showcase what you can do on the bigger stage. I mean, we're going to be playing against the best teams in Europe. 
So yeah. if you're thinking about it logically, and if you were his agent or you're any sort of influence on his life, you'd be saying to him, like, you're going to be, you're playing on the biggest stage here. You know, this is another, this is an example. This is what you can do. But instead think- of going back and maybe have, maybe not having first team chances at Benfica or sort of going from different clubs in Portugal. I think a perfect example to use here is Patrick Roberts, like you said, Martin. You know, Patrick Roberts thought that the grass was going to be greener on the RSA. Many players have thought that. I think it's a perfect opportunity for Jota to kick on. Going back to Mohamed El Yunusi as well, you know, he was another example. We spoke about it. He was going from club to club. He came to Celtic. He'd done okay in his first season. Second season, you don't really want to talk about. But players like Jota, you know, this is a great opportunity just to kick on, surely in your career. And hopefully the logical sense is to stay with us. I agree. But everything you just said there, I think that the difference though, between someone like Jot and Carter Vickers is that Carter Vickers, I think, is more in his hands because he's very conscious that he's surplus the requirement at Spurs. Whereas Jot, I think, is a project for the future. And I don't really think he's the one that's going to be leveraging the decision. He's not going to be pulling the strings saying, I want to do this, I want to do that. If, if you were him, like what you just said, put yourself in the shop window. If he doesn't know what he's saying in Scotland for that long, go and play against the best. And if he can turn up and actually do the business in Europe, he'll get a move forever he wants. I don't see, I don't see like a world beater in him. I don't see like a world class player. I see, a, I see a, a serious talent. And if anything, at the start of the season, any to go by the boy is a serious talent. I just think sometimes football fans are too fickle. I think we look at players and expect the world off them every game. As I say, is he a young laddie? He's adapting to a new city, a shitty climate. He's learning a new language. He probably still stays in a hotel. He's away from his friends and family. There's loads of different variables. There's, there, you have to be conscious of people's moods. You have to be conscious of... There's so many different factors what makes someone perform at work. And that is ultimately what it is. He's at his work. The only difference being is we care so much about because it it's Celtic. But if the laddie stays, I'd be delighted. I think there's a player in him. But if he goes, I wouldn't be... Sub- I, just, I just don't think he'll stay personally. But I think... Would you uh, take again? Say that again, mate. I take him on loan again for another season. I'd one hundred percent take him on loan again, and if they look to exercise, that's what I could see. Some that's what I was saying about Patrick Roberts. That's where I see. I don't see certainly getting him on a full time contract. Personally, I might be wrong. It's just my opinion. I just don't see it happening. I think that what they'll want to do is it might be the case that they'll the leader look to keep him as a project and maybe in a year's time develop him and get him into the first team squad if he's good enough. So someone like Celtic would be ideal to go play Champions League football or European football. Or alternatively, if they want him to go to another move, I think it would be a, a, a sale. And I think he'll go for decent money and it'll price sell to count. I just don't see Celtic getting a permanent deal from him. If anything, maybe a 12-month loan and I'd bite your hand off for it. Because um, when he's on fire, he improves the team. Cameron Carter-Vickers, we just need to get that done. I know there's been rumours the last couple of days. I think he would be an absolutely sensational signal. <clears throat> In my opinion, I've spoken about it the last couple of months as well. I think... He is the best centre half that we've had from Virgil. I think that him alone has brought Starfeld on. I think Starfeld has been very impressive over the last set of games. <laughs> but honestly, I think Starfeld, honestly, I think Starfeld's been fantastic. And I think that Carter Vickers has had a huge say in it because if you have any sort of talent, and he's a Swedish international, right? But if you have any sort of talent playing alongside you, surely to God that gives you a wee bit of confidence. You know, surely to God that improves your game. You're seeing him, you know, obviously. He's a ball winner, keeps it simple. Yep, going showing up in games, constantly putting in, consistently putting in quality performances. Surely that, you know, helps it helps everyone around them. Look at Ralston, look at fucking Greg Taylor. Greg Taylor, let's be honest about it, the last couple of games, even against um Ross County, I thought he was very, very good. Non stop, absolutely non stop. 
But yeah, so Carter Vickers, if that deal is ha- is it, if it's imminent, I think it'll be absolutely incredible. Especially going into Champions League football next year because we're fucking champions. <laughs> yeah. But if, we're, if we are there, going into cha- if we do if we do go into Champions League football, I I, I don't like to keep pillaging the guy. I want every Celtic player to do well. I just see personally, I seen through the start when we played in Europe previously this season, and I can see going forward. Starfelt's too slow for the European game. You got away with it in Scotland, and that's good because he plays in Scotland. Domestic games, he's got Carter Vickers at the side of him. He's a ball winner, but sometimes he needs to be able to take this step out. He's and I just I just don't see him being the answer at, at European level. And you I think if about, we see it, you spoke about Jota a few minutes ago, saying it's hard sometimes to adapt and you can't show up a certain. hundred percent. I think uh, a I think a Starfield has been absolutely the difference is fantastic. probably age. He's improved uh, game by game. He's that old man. He's steadily getting better. I just, I just think you're looking at a situation where you've got kind of an international football player and a sort of prospect. But I, I take your point. And again, it's the exact same concept as he's adapting. He's playing on a new system, new team, blah blah blah. And I hope the guy keeps improving. Or I just didn't see a particularly cultured player on the ball as far as the centre half is concerned. I think he's prone to quite risky mistakes. He's, he's positioning at times when he gets pressed high on the ball isn't he great. If it's one on one, I think he struggles. If a ball comes in there. He's meat and drink, and him and Vickers defend their box very well. I think if you run at them and test them, especially when you split the two and their third man runs, I think he really, really struggles with pace. Um, so when you're playing in Europe and you've got two really rapid wing-backs and they're coming inside and the centre-mid is really pressing him, I think he'll struggle. And he has done. He's, that's been evidence this season. Uh, Bodo Glimp was a prime example of that. But I think, uh, I think if we were being serious in Europe, we still need a centre-half out with Carter Vickers and we still need a left back but as, and, and I take the point about Taylor again I want the laddie to do well I just don't think he's the answer going forward no, I don't. don't think he's good enough I, no I don't I, no, I think the, no he done well against Ross County he did I, I was sitting watching the game with you I thought he'd done well against Ross County um, I just I just think he's got serious limitations in his game but the limitations he does have he's utilised he's worked his best he's doing really well in the system and unfortunately he's pretty much an only left back option now but we need another left back we need someone that would mimic sorry, a Juranovic on the other side because there's a disbalance in the team. You kind of get by players and I, I don't think in Europe he is the answer, especially if you want to play with inverted fullbacks, but he's just no the answer. Personally, I, I don't, at that level, I think he'll get torn apart. Talking about this season, I think that the legs of Greg Taylor, the legs of Juranovic, the legs of Anthony Ralston deserve enormous praise because without your Ralston's fullbacks... been the most improved player. Yeah, definitely. But even with that being said, the way Anz is playing football, you need your fullbacks to perform optimally. If they don't bend to that system, very, very sharp. Oh. The whole thing goes to fucking shit. I mean, the chances, the chances that we that we take, we we go back on previous podcast episodes and we spoke about different things like, you know, what Wave was going to play, the price that he was going to be under, the the position that we're in right now, and we can talk about players until we're doing the face where there's other play for Salik or be starting for Salik going forward or whatever. This team. I think we don't even we shouldn't even be talking about that. We should be talking about the fucking six points clear going into these on Sunday in an absolutely stupendous position. Not many people have foreseen this um position that we're in. I think that the whole team deserves an enormous amount of credit. I understand going forward, you're always wanting to improve your team, you're always wanting to be bringing in better players, you always want your players to have, you know, the best possible challenges for other people challenge to get into the team. I think the position we're in right now, compared to where we're, la- where we're last year, we had Christopher Ayer and we had Chris, Chris Julian. Chris Julian was being fucking bullied against teams like Livingston. 
at the uh, spaghetti hat. Now we have a fucking salad, we that. <laughs> a, a salad, a salad partnership. Who the best defensive league, defensive record in the league, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, compare the last compare the last year. That's fucking stupendous. No, I well, we couldn't agree. defend a crossbow. I was there. Was I sent to you? I don't know who I sent to, but like, there's a real. If God willing, we go and win the league on Sunday. There's a like a poetic justice that Ralston will be on the pitch to win the league because I mean, I, I think if you go back to the podcast we did when Ange got the job, we were like laughing at the fact that he's the starting fullback because he was the only right back we had at the club. Like when he mm. first came in, and then. Like what the first six games we lost, we dropped points in like three. Did we lose the Rangers? Lost the Livingston, yeah. we lost the in the first six games, and since then we've won 24 out of 27. I mean, the, the, the three draws irritate me still. Like, it should have been a perfect 27 wins since then. But I mean, the record since then, I mean, and as you were saying, like, even talking about players for next season, it's probably even a bit presumptive or preemptive like I mean just I think kind of enjoy and appreciate what that team have done this year it's just incredible what they've done in the space of because September I was going to say in a year but it's less than a year because Ange came in what June they started in July they hit the ropes until September we've been away until the 1st of October or something against Aberdeen so you're talking October, November, December January, February, March, April in seven months like the, the turnaround is just incredible It's it's absolutely frightening what that team have done this season. Next season, I think if he gets a budget and he's actually allowed to identify and pick and mould his own players, I think Celtic will have a, a pretty serious team. I think we're at four or five signings, but we, me and you, Lee, said at the start of the season, I, I, maybe maybe it was a hint of bias, maybe it was a hint of realism, I don't know what it was. I, I said I thought at the start of the season we'd win the league. And, no, um, you didn't. <laughs> I did. I did. Go back and listen. Tell your roots. <laughs> yeah. The... I, I, I said it would be a monumental. I said it. I I thought it would be a monumental effort, but I thought uh, I don't know. I, I liked I liked the way that he spoke. I liked his philosophy. Of it, but I I just I wasn't as you were on the train for the get go. You're you're a absolute beacon of optimism. But the I just thought that in the I always I always say this. I always reiterate that I always think Celtic's play should be in Europe. You get judged by Europe. Um, genuinely speaking. As a domestic football club, spent £23 million, you're going to be, you're, you should on paper obliterate the majority of opposition. But it's the, it's, but it's the consistency, it's the fact that they, they've changed the mentality, they've changed the system, they've incorporated different players that, as, as you say, most of us kind of laughed at the concept of Ralston at the start of the season. He's been invaluable, not just, not just the fact that his, his performances have been really good, he stepped up with that goal at Ross County, he's his mentality to be like he was getting you have to think right? imagine you went to your graft all the time and people were giving you fucking pelters like literally giving you tight saying pierce your shit you're your job and then next minute and then you, t- they, you turn it around and then you get to a situation where you become valued to the point that people really appreciate you in the work environment the guy's been on the guy's been unreal like to have that strength like conviction and character to think I'm good enough to be in here. He could have he could have really went within his shell and thought, fucking keep it simple, get the ball and just get rid of it. Get to somebody. He's he's taking risks, he's taking he's taking yep. players on, he's turned up with goals, he's been unreal this season. He, he went from think he's, he, he went from a laughing stack to the in my yeah. opinion, the, the player that won the league, Ross County goals. He's probably the he's probably the most improved player I'd say in the Scott Celtic yeah. squad this season. Terrible award to win. Nobody ever wanted that. Like, but even like on Sunday. I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, 
it's not, not one for these, like, you know, like, oh, it's all about being hard. But that tuggish tackle that went down on him Sunday, he just got up. Oh, for Callahan. And just got on with the game. That was two, though. If, he, if, if, if Ross Callahan had been booked in the third minute for his first tackle, then he would never have put that tackle in there after. There was like two. There was one in Ralston, and who was the other one? It was way over the ball. Who was the first one on? It was Callahan again. It was McGregor. That tackle was a joke. And uh, aye, there was a few the other day that were ridiculous, but um, aye, no, but he's, he's a, solid as a rock. He just, just jumped, he just gets battered, jumps up, and gets on with the game. There's I mean, a lot of people that wouldn't have wanted any part of that. I feel like he's really going to revel in Sunday. I feel like for him personally, he probably feels like Sunday is a big day for him because. I remember going back two years, he had that day at Ibrox, three years ago now nearly, that day at Ibrox, when Morelos stamped on his back. Like, mm. I know he back in August against him, but on uh, Sunday obviously he got beaten the previous week, but I can feel Ralston himself, and you like to think Sunday's a massive day for him. Imagine like he's got like, a young child, family and all that, like, and he's playing for Celtic, something that everyone would like die for. So hopefully Amen. for him, he has his big day on Sunday. Unreal. I completely agree with you. So we, we spoke about this, Martin, before you just come on. <clears throat> the nerves before the game, the performance was put in. You could tell the hunger was there. We wanted to go out, get the three points, get the job done. Um, again, there was no one really in the team who you could really felt. Kyogo, I agree. I agree with you. He should have done better with a couple of chances. But maybe put that down a wee bit of ring rust as well. Do you know? Oh, I guarantee um, he's come when, back when, for months when, off and all that sort of stuff. Some of the some of the balls Jordan stuff put in, again, coming off that the back of that bad performance. On Sunday, going forward, Moving on, that who do you who would you just go with? Would you go with Jack Amakas or Kyogo? Pierce, what would you go with first, mate? Uh, you know, I want to change the team and play 4 2 3 1, but that's not going to happen. So, uh, it's a big one, isn't it? I, I think he'd play Jack Amakas. I think he'll play Jack Amakas. I don't know which one I'd play, but I think he would. you be unhappy at that? Would you be unhappy if, it, if that was the case? Nah, because we no. massively missed him in the semi final for that presence up front, like running them ragged because they won't have Balogun playing down at Holanda so they'll probably have to move Bassi in to centre half who you'd imagine you'd have, yeah you'd imagine um, Jack Marcus will just bully him yeah he was poor wasn't he in that yeah. game in February at centre half he was pathetic to be fair, he, he played a lot better than the left I completely agree Martin what would you go with yourself mate Jack Marcus or Kyogo Kyogo yeah Start different, different game right Different sort of, Aye. yeah. Just think, big, big pitch, yep. stretch them, and especially when the situation with the two set of halves, I think they'll be they'll be fatigued after Thursday as well, and it's going to exploit that massively. <laughs> I'm being serious. I, 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 I never imagined that word fatigue again. Nah, fuck. I see them. I see them. I see them getting beat by a few, and it's a totally different ball game than Hamden as well. I think I don't know why. I think tactically we're only at it. I mean, Carter Vicker scores that one that hits the bar and it's game over. But we never played well. Uh, we, we, we got what we deserved on the day and I just I just don't see as I repeat you that I think the, the players will be switched on league game they know what's at stake certainly win they win the league so it's an early title party and um, I didn't see anything going wrong actually come Sunday I think they're they're going to be fucked after Thursday I think they're, the, the tie will be all but gone from them I think um, on at 10 o'clock on Thursday night and I think Celtic will put the final nail in the coffin of their season and well, hopefully Hearts beat them. But I think, uh, I think as far as the game's concerned on Sunday, I just think he, he's intelligent. Like you could bring Yakimakis on, and, and as you just said, now I would, I, you know, like of late, like if we, if you know, like if 
maybe a couple of years ago, if we had a striker that was out, like say Edward, you'd be a bit scunnered, you know, like if you heard like, oh, a Yeti start or something like that, you'd be absolutely devastated. That doesn't exist for me now. If Kyoko wasn't playing and Yakimaki was starting, I'd say happy days. The, yeah. Like the, the, the two of them are class, but I just think Kyoko gives you that different dimension. When you've got a, a left back essentially playing centre mid, eh, sorry, centre defence, positionally he's not going to be as touch tight. I think you drag him, pull the pockets, and then you've got runs. I'd play Kalmak further forward, and then when you've got Maida and Jota bursting in behind, I just see if we play similar to the way that we played at Celtic Park the time when we beat them 3 0. We need to really pen the fullbacks and then let them out. And I just see they runs all the time, just split them. They, they, like one will always try and step out. Kyoko's movement's unreal. And um, we'll certainly make chances, irrespective of who we play up front, because the amount of chances we create out wide. But I just think Kyoko gives you a different dimension. His movement's yeah. unreal. His, his understanding of the game, the way he leads the line. I don't think he's actually an out and out striker. But, no, I, I, think he's, but I think his movement terrifies defences. And he'll run them ragged. He'll take them into places they didn't want to go. He'll pick up pockets. He'll drag players out, and players can then flood in behind. I just, I think Celtic will cause him a lot of bother, um, and the league will be won on Sunday. Even that goal, he, he, as I was going to get to your Pierce, even the goal he got disallowed, his movement in behind the, the Ross County. That was fucking. Center. That was a goal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's close one, wasn't it? Very after, much after, on side. This, after January next year, he'll be able to. Help us out. We had one brother beating to be checking that out <laughs> at the fucking Orange Lodge. Come, and hopefully, we, I know. <laughs> doesn't get coming, an offset. coming live from Lodge 226 here in Kilwinning. <laughs> I will go with Kyogo. No go. I will go with Kyogo. Um, I agree with I agree with you, Martin. That, that you just can't drop a player like that. You know, if he if he is fully fit and he looks very sharp against Ross County, dropping a player like him, it's just it's so hard to do and. You feel for Jack Marcus because you can sort of put him in that bracket of Taylor and 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 Ralston because I think a lot of people read him off and I was certainly one of them when he missed that penalty against Livingston. Uh-huh. Livingston. Oh, still fucking still haunts Get him me. Back on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know you know he did he did he sort of he was sort of toiling there for a few weeks back then but I think he as well deserves just so so much credit. You know, going from that, you know, seeing that abuse maybe on social media to really stepping up and fucking putting in a in, in serious performances when Kyogo was injured. Like, he has been absolutely outstanding. Especially that game against them. He just stood in the middle of the fucking box and was like, you just can't start doing anything. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm controlling the box here. And it's just amazing having a player like that, you know, to bring on. He could have actually, um, had, a, yeah. he could have actually had a hat-trick that night. He was, he was colossal. Like, he was McGregor pulled off that save, right? From remember a bad yeah. in from right? Uh, and the one in the middle of the box, the header and all that as well. But he Are was, he? he was, um, his hold up play that night was unbelievable, and he's he's really, really good actually at linking the game. And I'm not saying he's in the bracket of a player like Sutton, but he's similar. Like I like the fact that we needed a player like that for years. Yeah, he's probably more of a Hatton than a Sutton. Aye. But we always needed a sort of player with a bit of physicality. Someday you could at least play with, hold the game up and tie players in. We've missed that for years. Um, for a number of years, actually. But uh, you, 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 uh, Listen, both of them give you a problem because you need to then think how you're going to play the game. Their defence, you've got two totally different players with two totally different styles, but the difference is going forward, it's the exact same model. It's just who you play up front, how you want to complement their game. Yakimakis, I think, would be a broad... To be honest, I didn't really care. I personally think he'll go with Kyoko, personally. I think he'll give him the nod. 
I think the for me the bigger one on Sunday is not up front. It's the middle of the park because that semi final. Hatati's done. I wouldn't play Hatati. It looks like he's playing him just like playing him into the ground. But that semi final looked like a Gerard against Lennon, where they just dominated the middle of the park. They play it really narrow because yeah. they have lunch from Jack and one one of the other players will play for them. Like Sunday, we need to be more compact in the middle of the park. Oh, like mm. because Patty, like the guy said he was done and he's still playing. Yeah, uh, I'm Gregor... absolutely back for this beaton chat. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I no. I don't he's think he's he... still not on the beaton chat. No. no, I don't think he. No, I'd, I'd start Tom. I I would start Tumble Roger and McGregor on him. Um, no, I play already. Sunday. I play already on Sunday. So would I. Personally, I would play already. Yeah. Already was class against Ross County. Yeah. He is unbelievable. Well, His only problem he is he just—he's quite light though. He needs to bulk up a bit. I agree. I said that to you the other day. Though yeah. he does. He needs to a be bit fair, of he is still young, and I think he will. I think he—he's a—he's a presence, and he's a tall, big lad. Like oh, lad, yeah. yeah. See again. He needs a bit of bulk. He needs to have the same way that you have Kyogo and Jack Amakis. See the way now we have Ragic, who was right off at the start of the season. Now you have Ragic. Exactly. Would, wouldn't it bother you know like that there's there was no a player in that midfield that'd look at it and say, Oh shit, is he starting? That well, that's a lie actually. I wouldn't be happy if Forrest started, but um I think his oh, his race is done, unfortunately. I think he's I think um I don't know what's the situation with his contract. I think it's two thousand and twenty three, but he's 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 not he's not at the races, I think, unfortunately. Brilliant oh, seven, incredible uh, unreal stats. The boys like considering the amount of criticism he gets for his limitations, he's done very well in his certainly career. But I, I think he's just about there. But um, personally, I would start Maida, Jota, and then, as I just said, I'd, I'd play Roderick with um, Turnbull and McGregor, and I'd play Kyle Klopp top. And the back five picks itself. Sort of, sort of like a diff- obviously a different game because we're at home, right? And obviously, I think momentum ways, we're going to be absolutely flying, right? Because mm. we're in a very strong position. As well, I think they sort of are going to remember what, what they faced the last time. I'm expecting the atmosphere to be absolutely pumping on Sunday. Like the exact same way it was in February. Every single person in that stadium is going to be insanely pumped. The players are going to feed off that. Um, I don't think he's going to change it. I don't think he's going to take a Hattari out of the team. No. Um, I think he's going to keep him in. And I think he's going to go with O'Reilly and McGregor. I think he's going to go O'Reilly and McGregor and Hattari. They played um, the same team I think he played the last time with Ralston for um Yeranovic. Yeah. I'm so happy to see that by the way. I'm delighted for Ralston. Yeah. I think I, again, I, he, predicting he's gonna have a fucking class performance. He's gonna be a fucking What's that? Sorry? My price is the any time. <laughs> you know well I'll be on it. You know well I'll be on it. Beat on to be caught up within the first twenty five minutes. Lundstrom, Even though he's going to be sitting in the stand, was it like us? I will beat them 4 1. Nah, 1 0, 2 0. Oh, Jesus. I would take anything. <laughs> I would take anything. Like, I would take a dodgy penalty win. this season just to get the they win. Know, they know what's at stake. If Celtic score in the first 15 20 minutes, and bang, the, I think the floodgates will open a wee bit. But the, 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 the problem being is that I've seen a wee bit of nerves actually on the team the other day there for some of the players. I just thought. 
I just thought they, they weren't maybe as sharp as they've been, I think maybe because it's coming to the business end, they just want the job done. But they know what's at stake, they know that if they get goal nine ahead in the goal difference, the league's finished. So um, I, I, I see Celtic putting on a show and I just think that they'll, uh, I think the Huns will capitulate, I think they'll crack. They didn't do well with the pressure. We have a vociferous stadium. You're dealing with a situation where it's 99% Celtic. It's just going to overwhelm them. I just think they get barred. Plus, you have to factor in they've got no target man. They're without a striker. They're struggling with their defence. They're playing on Thursday night. I just think Celtic will pump them. Pony Sakala might be struggling as well. I think he's trying uh, to get that. Sick, but I think he's. Don't give a fight. I know he's shite anyway. What? The Man United kid played. What's that? What's his name? Diallo. He played at Motherwell. The Man United fella. I thought they'd sent him back, but if they play him again, he? he won't fancy it again. I think he could hurt oh, that the like, He wanted, he wanted no part of that, no part of that, like zero. The, I think a lot of them though came out and they, like the, the tone was set. Like even for the people and all that sort of stuff. Like people, I think people downplay the importance of things like the support. I know it's easy to be cliched and say about the twelfth man and all that, but like when the stadium is absolutely not only on top of you, and like corners are cheap like him. a goal. I, I did psychologically. Some players can cope with that. And he evidently could not cope with that. Certainly players feed off it because it, it's their habitat. The Huns just couldn't cope with it, especially the new ones, the young laddies and that. You could be as good a player as you want to be in training. You come into an environment like that, it's a cauldron. It's it's a totally different ball game. The young laddies wanted no part of that. I just think come Sunday after getting beat on Thursday, they want no part of it again. And a lot of the Huns, especially the support, they've already conceded the fact the league's over. It's not even mathematically gone and they've already conceded it. So, um, aye, certainly will win, get the Champions League money, hopefully developing enable Ange to go and buy the players he wants, bolster the squad next season, I see total domination. I see Celtic battering them, blowing them out of the water. It took me a couple of days to get after that semi-final defeat, but now it's sort of like, ah, oh, fuck it, it's all about the league, man. Yeah. Let's just get the league done. Is the night, Listen, we just want to get this over the line and get it. And Ross Kennedy so was just the, the perfect, perfect win like. If the start of the season, if someone told you, well, go on this kind of run, you're going to get yourself a double, in his first season, and we'll take the title back off them, and we'll just kick on. You'd put Son up the daily. I was thinking about this other day. There was it since the turn of the century. This will be our sixteenth title. I mean, sixteenth league title from the start of the millennium. Yeah, and uh, you have just... you have a certain bunch of fans who are claiming that this is the worst Celtic team to win the league. They just uh, get gift wrapped. Never mind the fact themselves. that just uh, it's just ridiculous. Like that, that you, you can't really. I think I said sheer fucking dominance. I mean, that's what that is. Like, unbelievable. And just to be in this position, I'll, I'll just go back on that. To be even talking about this, to be even talking about doing a, a, a league and cup double this year, not many people would have foreseen that. I'm absolutely buzzing with it. Just the big man come in with a, an absolute shit show. And you know, the whole club was a mess. The fans never even got his own background team. What's that, sorry? Like, the, the job the guy's done is a joke. He didn't even get his own backroom team. He's come in for the other side of the world. He was working in Japan. He's a Greek immigrant, moved to Australia. He's without absolutely no foundations or he's no got any of his mates here. I think he moved his wife here. He's completely and utterly away from his comfort zone. He's come to a different place where the media totally and utterly berated the man, assassinated his character before he'd done as much as one training session. He's been tortured and ridiculed by the press, who's handled incredibly all year. 
He's done, done the business, turned the team around and implemented his own philosophy, got them to buy into it, improved the players' fitness, improved their professionalism, taking us to the verge of winning the league all within one season. When he, I think if you look at all the players that came in, I would say he probably identified them, bought or certainly brought in, I would say, four or five. There's some of them that he didn't even bring in himself. And when you start to give the guy time, clearly what he wants is to ascertain more control in the club. And if you give him the run in the football, I think Celtic will improve. But you need to give him what he needs. He needs all the apparatus around him. And um, I think he'll turn Celtic into a serious team. Next season's when he'll be judged properly because we need to try and have a wee crack at Europe. All this talk about Arnold's letters is getting me... Horny. Get very hard up in this gaff. He's everything. He's absolutely everything. I've never loved. Like he oozes. He oozes oh. class. You know, like when see when you watch his interviews and you just listen to him. I could listen to him all day. He's just like wow. Like the, he gets it done. Not just football. Uh, he just seems like a really. He nice gets Celtic. Yeah, you just want to talk to him about like. Anything. Anything. I want to sit down and give about the X Factor with him or something like that because I tell you that's an amazing lines. <laughs> like, neighbors. tell me about mortgages, please. Aye, the the guy's unbelievable. He's just a he is an absolute class act. So you can understand why the players are taking to him so quickly. But when you watch the interviews, he just absolutely he just oozes class. He just you just see it shining through him. Who was it that spoke about? Was it Marvin and was it no Marvin Bartley? You know, say that he recognised. Even after the game or something, it was like being in the presence of greatness. Like he had an aura about him. He's just like the guy. He just oozes class. He's just, he's just that. more than anything. Take, take away football. Take away results. Business can again. We are fickle as fans. Things could change next season. He might get sacked. Hopefully, it doesn't. But as a person, as a human being, to quote the rat, he's a beautiful human being. Beautiful, beautiful human being. Great way to <laughs> great way to finish this up, lads. Um, we're just so excited for Sunday. Bring them on, Albier. See, just before we go, what's the what's the prediction, Lee? I'm gonna say three 0 three 0 Celtic. Yes, I take one none. Well, obviously you take one one nothing there. Two one. I think you reverse the semi final. Four one Celtic. <laughs> I like it, lads. Absolute pleasure as always. Um. Kenny, thanks for your contribution tonight, mate. Um, this is amazing. <laughs> Kenny is the main man, by the way. Kenny is always on here, camera in the way. Fair play, my man. Means a lot. Um, but Love lads, pleasure as always. And no doubt I'll talk to you in the group chat in about 35 seconds. Plan. Talking about my incredible hurling. Peace. Oh, my, my tan. <laughs> <laughs> All the best, lads. Peace. Peace. Peace.